What's up, everyone? Ryan Larkin back with another edition of the Daily Fantasy Racing Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. This week, we got the NASCAR Cup Series from Talladega Super Speedway. Got a crazy Carnageville race on tap four, so should be a fun one. Uh, should be an enjoyable one from an entertainment standpoint, but from Daily Fantasy Sports pr- perspective, it can be a bit tricky. So we're going to try to do our best and put our, our best foot forward. At Talladega, we typically see double-digit DNFs, mainly through um, big wrecks, the, the big one, as they call it, where we see six, eight, ten cars involved in a single wreck. We typically see one or two of those in an event here at Talladega. So at the end of these races, we could see 15, 16 DNFs, which really opens up the slate. That'll have a lot of guys with negative points scored. That'll kill lineups. That'll give value plays starting in the back that you typically wouldn't want to play. A very good floor and then a great upside if they can put it all together um, and score a top 10 finish. So a lot of different things here at Talladega than most races. Um, and, and that's kind of what we have to navigate for this slate. So the biggest thing for me in this race is trying to decide how many top 10 starters versus value play starting in the back do I want? Is there any need for a dominator or things like that? Um, typically, I don't really want a lot of top 10 starters, maybe one or two in a lineup. Uh, we generally see a lot more in terms of place differential plays paying off, especially when we get the higher carnage races. Uh, there, there could be a driver that goes out there, starts fifth, leads 40 laps and wins. Totally possible. Um, so things like that, it, that, that can end up on an optimal lineup, whereas maybe in cash, you, you don't really want to touch anyone in top 10. So different things to play with um, and, and a difficult slate kind of as a result, because you never know who that driver is going to be that separates himself and ends up on an optimal lineup. There's literally 20 guys that can quote unquote be a dominator and lead laps. There's literally 20 guys that can crash out <laughs> and kill a lineup. So a uh, lot, lots to be picked through when you're, when you're building lineups, but hopefully with this video, we can give you a, couple of core guys that you can kind of hammer and and hopefully hit big with if all goes well um as always if you can do me a favor like this video subscribe to the mayo media network i know they got some great nfl content coming up and of course you always got golf and everything else that that they kick out here so make sure you're here for that stuff by subscribing and then leave a comment let me know who who you think might win what you're thinking of the slate um let's go ahead and jump into it i'm not really going to pick a dominator because i'm not as concerned with that this week um, I'm just trying to put my best foot forward. So I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney as my race winner. Uh, Ryan Blaney starts 19th, has two race wins here, I believe, in the past. And I think he may also have a Daytona win. I can't 100% remember. Going off the top of my head here. Um, but he, he's been really, really strong on the Super Speedways through, throughout most of his career at Penske. And then he also led some some laps here earlier this year. Uh, great upside from 19th. He can put together a bunch of place differential points. If he can finish top five, he's going to score really well. If he so happens to win, he's he's going to be on the optimal. So I really, really like Blaney. I like the upside there, and, and that's my my pick to win. Next up, my favorite tournament play is going to be Bubba Wallace at 8,900. And, and I should say, you know, Ryan Blaney's 10,400. Bubba Wallace is 8,900. Salaries don't matter. You're probably going to be able to put lineups together where you leave five, six, seven thousand $7,000 on the table. It makes a lot of sense on these super speedways when you have the possibility of 10, 12, 15 DNFs. Um, you're going to want to attack those guys starting in the back, the value plays, you know, the landing castles who we'll get to in a second, Corey Joys, we've seen hit a lot. Those drivers who give you a bunch of place differential upside who can score top 10 finishes from starting in the 30s uh, are, are going to be great options. And you're typically going to play two, maybe even three of those guys. And as a result, you're going to have so much leftover salary. It doesn't matter what any of these guys cost. But that said, Ryan Blaney does cost 10400 if you're interested. Next up, Bubba Wallace, 8900 He starts 27th. He won here last year um, in the rain-shortened race. 
regardless of what you think of him winning a race short and race, he's been great on super speedways for years. I think he has three runner finishes at, between Daytona and Talladega. If that, if memory serves, he's looked really, really good here in a lot of races. He's great at moving forward and pushing the pace. And, and because he has that, that top five finishing upside starting 27th, he's going to be a smash play. He will be chalky. Uh, but I like a driver who's shown consistent ability to finish top five and reach their, their upside. So, and, and a guy who tends to stay out of trouble in these races, we see some guys with high crash rate, you know, percentages, Bubba doesn't have to, has that, you know, he, he typically stays out of trouble and is able to avoid the accident. So I really like Bubba walls at, 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 you know, starting 27th because I, I think he has tons of upside. Obviously you can work leverage because I do think he'll be like 40% owned. You can work leverage, into this, you can go light and pit, play only 20. So give yourself some shots at him. Um, but then if he does wreck out, you you got good leverage on the field. Um, but I think playing bubble walls is, is a must here and, and getting a healthy amount is probably the smart way to go. Next up, value play of the week is Landon Castle. So I went with Landon Castle at Daytona to be the value play. He absolutely smashed. He started 35th and finished fourth. Uh, finishing fourth is probably a bit extreme. I wouldn't expect that this week, but the, the realistic expectation is that we get 10, 12, 15 DNFs. That should see him end up around 17th, 16th, probably no matter what. And then he has that top 10 upside if, if all goes well late. You know, just because we get 15 DNFs, that doesn't mean we don't have another five, six, seven cars with damage just riding around late. Uh, if he avoids the wrecks, if he does what he typically does in these races, hangs in the back, avoids everything, and then shows up late, I think he's a guy that's going to score 40-plus DFS points and, and score really well for your lineup. If he hits an extreme upside like the fourth place at Daytona, he's going to score 70 points. I think he scored 73 points or something in that race. Um, obviously, that was optimal. So we're, we're hoping for that same type of thing in this race as well. Lastly, my fate of the week, we're going back with Kyle Larson. If memory serves, he has one top five in his entire cup career on, on super speedways. That was a fifth place finish. He's starting second this week. Unless he dominates a chunk of this race, meaning he clicks off 50, 60, 70 laps led and finishes top five. I don't see how this play works out. I don't think he's going to do that. He hasn't shown the ability to really lead a large chunk. The only way I think that happens is if he grabs a lead and the field just decides to go single file and ride around for an entire stage or something like that which is possible, but um, I think Larson's a crash risk. I think he's a risk to simply just finish 10th, 12th, something like that, and not be any good. I just don't really like to play. I'm going to fade that one. I'm going to fade pretty much most of the guys starting top five just because there's a very small likelihood that they actually work out uh, between crash risk and simply just finishing 10th not being good enough for an optimal lineup. I try to shy away from those guys, and Kyle Larson sticks out like a sore thumb in that group. Um, so looking to fade him. That'll wrap it up for me. I appreciate you guys checking out the video. As always, you know, like the video. Like I said earlier, like the video. Subscribe to the Mayo Media Network and, and leave a comment. Let us know what you're, you know, thinking. You can follow me on Twitter at Larkin8. So follow me there. Um, you know, posting stuff all, all throughout the week. And then we got a we got a four race weekend. We're already into that weekend now, but you know, finishing up with F1 and Cup tomorrow. So exciting stuff for Sunday. You can catch all my content at dailyfanracing.com. Got full breakdowns of everything out there. Um, and then we got an end of the year promotion uh, for you guys as well. If you want to check that out, I've got that posted on my Twitter. So just go to my Twitter and check that out. Appreciate you guys checking out the video. Hopefully you can win some money and, and you enjoy the race. Best of luck.